now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may now be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. there in Secret World Legends. This is Beyond the Veil podcast, our 242nd episode. Yeah, there's lots of them. And uh, we're going to be talking about what is up with the game, what has been happening with the game since uh, last week, since last Thursday. Uh, there is a few things that we found out. And uh, do stay uh, for the podcast and chat with us in Twitch chat. Uh, I'm your host for the evening. And with me, I have Griff. Hello. Who hasn't been here for a while. Yes. She's back. I am so happy to be back. Yay. Yay. <laughs> then we have Gingy. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Then we have Veritas, who is off killing regionals. <laughs> yeah. Hi. See, multitasking, multitasking people, very task and multitask like no other. <laughs> you have <She's>... no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have some. <laughs> uh, then we have Ocho. Hey, everybody. And of course, we have our broadcaster, Ember. Hey. That almost sounds like an announcer voice. Broadcaster. <laughs> I should do we, we could that. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so little change of venue uh, as far as um, where we are in the world. It's a secret world, so of course we have to mess you up a little bit and <laughs> change where we are. Uh, right now we are at Axel's uh, in Agartha, so just go up to go up the tree and into the restaurant. This is exactly the place where we held the spectacular fa Halloween fashion show, if you guys have watched that. So we kind of figured we're... we're you know, it's going to be an easy show. It's after relaxed. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's getting cold outside and all that jazz. So there's a fireplace here. So, you know, just a little change of venue. Because, well, we couldn't all fit into the instance where Veritas is killing the regionals. So 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we could ask Funcom to sort that one out. <laughs> and bring back Tab Target in as well, please. Yeah, Tab Target, I know. A lot of us are crying over it. Uh, if it was just as an option, you know, just keep it as an option. Keep it as an option. And I'm pretty sure that their developers is just going to like, sure, we'll keep it as an option. We'll cause that much money. Keep it as that an option, many? but make sure that option sucks. That, that's really what it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> but well, we still patron. have, we can still tab target friendly targets. So, yes. mm, yeah. Well, off topic, I'm still super amused that Ocho's jackalope is like hiding behind the chair. Like he's shy. I know. He's right there behind me. He was actually sitting behind me on the chair itself, <laughs> which is what my little puppy used to do uh, that's, that's what my big puppy still tries to do <laughs> he, he has decided since moving that he, he is even more of a lap dog than he was before and he's 60 pounds he's he's a lot of lap dog <laughs> i think he might be yes. scared of the floating cat though i think that's why he's hiding oh, oh that could, oh, could be well i have a trippy wisp so what does that say <laughs> She, I decided it's a she, and uh, she is just floating above my head. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, big shout out to everyone in our Twitch channel who is who has joined us uh, live. Hello, hello, hello to all of you. Um, so yeah, uh, what has been happening? I it's, before we actually. Do, do go on and uh, say what's been happening with the game and start talking about that. Uh, I have to say, we were talking uh, just before we started the show, and we kind of look really grumpy sitting around this fireplace. We're not having much fun. It's just Everyone's weird. Just staring at the fire. Maybe we're just cold. We're, we're all being very pensive. And I'm just killing regionals. Yeah, rub it in, Mary. Rub <laughs> it in. <laughs> I think this is the 20th one we've done. You no, know, I was I, I was leeching there <laughs> for a few and It's like every single freaking one I died because I'm melee, so I have to be up there. And it's like, what the hell? I wasn't standing in anything. <laughs> Does he like swing his wing and smack me dead? So, yeah. Haven't done much of those. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, it's nice to be sitting around the fireplace like this, and it's generally a really good idea. But, I mean, if you're wearing a short skirt like I am, uh, I need a different kind of sit emote. And why do, why do we have to cross our hands? Why can't we just, like, you know... <laughs> Why can't we have a like cross legs lady sitting down kind of thing? I wouldn't that like be that good? Emote. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's just Jin uh, is an RPR and Veritas, and I'm pretty sure that RPRs have been requesting it from the get go. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's been I mean, also one of the things instead of the floating, floating off of the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Griffin, Griffin, Ocho are floating right now. Really? No. For me. Oh, are they? Uh, from well, from me, they're sitting down proper. 
Um, once I actually got stuck uh, when <laughs> I actually got stuck sitting on this chair and nothing I did would work. And I was asking in, in this corner, like, well, what am I supposed to do? How the hell do you get off the chair? Well, get up and get off the chair. Well, <laughs> die. It's not working. So I had to crash my game because <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I couldn't even teleport anywhere. So I was like, okay. Well, looky, looky, we have someone there. Now, if I had tapped targeting, oh, lone monkey, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> I've never gotten stuck sitting. Oh. I, I did get stuck in animal form on a ladder once, which is great because I couldn't reset because I was already in animal form. <laughs> That, that was in NTSW. I have not done that in SWL yet. Yet. Can, can I just say hi to Lone? <laughs> because I was in a dungeon group with him quite in, like, about one o'clock this morning. And, and, and it's always a pleasure to be in a group with those guys because we have such a laugh. In fact, it takes us longer to get to the bosses because we're too busy chatting in between than it does to kill them. <laughs> yeah, those are always fun. They're a bad influence on me. Sure, like you need a bad influence, <laughs> please. <laughs> we know you. Who you? Who you think you're talking to? <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, hi to Lone and to Seven War who just lead me astray. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, it's like the PvP crowd from TSW, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're Templars, but yeah, they'll lead me astray. What, what do you mean they're Templars? Pfft, of course they're Templars. <laughs> of course they're Templars. Now, okay. Hey, so, not everyone can be perfect. Exactly. Uh, exactly. the best action. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. What would make you say that? Oh, by the way, have you guys seen the poll that uh, Secret World uh, put up? Yes. Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is your favorite faction handler of them all? And uh, surprise, surprise, uh, Kirsten Geary <laughs> was a clear winner with 54% of the votes going to her. 33% to Richard Sonak, and only 13% to Bong Cha. And that was so, legit. Uh, us Lumis, we, we did not fix that one, I swear. That I didn't even know. When? <laughs> I did end up voting, and I have to say, I did roll um, a Lumi character in TSW, and I played just so that I could see, you know, the differences in factions and handlers and whatnot. And mostly was due to the fact that everyone was raving on about Kirsten Geary. And I do have to say, she is extremely memorable as a character. And uh, I love the voiceover uh, that is done for her. It's just... It's, it's true. It's just all just impeccable work. Yes. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I even had to vote for her. And I'm a Templar. There, shoot me, <laughs> shoot me, shoot me. Oh, my God. Thank God there's no PvP. They would, they would cast me out from wherever PvP zone. 
I was just saying to someone the other night that I don't I don't even necessarily agree with the Illuminati philosophy and their whole like you know way of being. I, I just really like Kirsten Geary. It's that that's really the only reason why I'm Illuminati. <laughs> yes, Lone, don't shoot me, please. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all the uh, the mission turn in reports are just phenomenal. Just, yes. just great. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Uh, Jimmy says he was a fake pole. The real dragon leader wasn't even a choice. <laughs> well, who is the real dragon leader? Because, I mean, they're there to saw chaos, you know, and seeds of doubt. Or is it doubt? Or is it truth? Or, you know, is it chaos on purpose? Uh, because they have a different agenda. With dragons, you just never know. Like with Loomis, you can presume. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> very with on dragons, the surface. Mm-hmm. You yes. know that that old <laughs> that old online quiz for which faction should you belong to? It always told me I should be dragon, but I like Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I now I'm in always... trouble. Lone says no heels for me, Mega Boss. Oh. <laughs> I also always say I initially chose Lumi because I've been in retail management for so long that, like, the corporate structure makes sense to me, and it amuses me on, like, an extra level. I just, I really get a kick out of that. Yeah. I know. I hear ya. I hear ya. (laughs) (laughs) And anybody who's worked in any kind of corporate-type situation, I'm I'm sure they also get get something out of that. Now... Do you think that that poll was made for a secret purpose by the dev team? Or do you just think, you know, they just did it to kind of interact with their with their players? Because I was thinking, well, why, why would they do that? Why would they, why would they put up a poll like that? Are they planning something? Now, this is, I guess, the Lumini. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Yeah, because it's um, like, oh, no, I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, th- I think they just put it up just to be fun. I don't think they put it up for any particular like. Maybe we're planning on killing off Richard Sonyak. Like, I don't, I don't think so. If if that happened, uh, people would riot. No, I don't think they would do anything. I was thinking more along the lines of maybe they're going to put up, you know, a poster for sale of Kirsten Geary or something. No, well, it, well that's like true. That. They, well, they could it, do that. It would have to be the one that Invader has. Like, I mean, it <laughs> has to be, be at this point. Yeah, I think that's the one that everybody would like. Leaning back with the cherry blossoms. Yes. Yeah. There's only one person who has that, and I'm super jealous. <laughs> who has that? It was Klaus. Klaus won that, didn't he? He won it the signed art of that? It might have been Klaus. I, I feel bad because I don't remember who won it. I know somebody won it, but I, I I'm don't pretty sure won they won the signed art of that. I, <sighs> Could be. Could be. Like back it was the IMTSW winner days thing. Oh. That was a while back. That was years ago. That was like two years ago. To, uh, I know. Oh, I did it over it was two really years that ago. Long, over yep. two years ago. Two and a half years ago it must have been. Because here's the thing. Here's how we know. Uh, that entire contest was the brainchild of Sesma and Tomium, or one of them, maybe Tomium, I don't it know, but they did it jointly. They did it jointly, 
And it was a huge contest that ran for weeks. And it was extremely popular. It was happening absolutely everywhere. And so many, like the entire player base participated in it, what seems. Um, and uh, that happened like earlier in the year, like before the actual anniversary of the game in July. All right. Yeah. And then they left, first Sesma left, or first Tomion left and Sesma, and then Andy Bandit, a.k.a. Odonoptodoptodoptidoptibob. Bop, bop, He came along, um, he stepped up as a community manager, and he actually celebrated the second year anniversary on last Friday, seventeenth uh, of November, it was his second year anniversary of being in charge of our community. So congratulations to him, and uh, he's doing an absolute fantastic job. Um, he has been joined recently by Nicole, uh, the lovely Spinosaur, um, and uh, the two of them are doing such an amazing uh, job. And uh, as they really. Um, what's the word? They really complement each other. They're equally as wacky and as crazy, and we absolutely love them for it. And they make us laugh, and they're such kind, kind, kind souls. Uh, they would do anything for the community, and they try to do everything. So, um, very well done on everything that uh, Andy, you and your team have accomplished in the last two years. And here's hoping to have a lot more of it. Yeah. This is amazing that it's been two years. It doesn't really feel that, that long. No, it doesn't. Time and flies when you're having fun. I've I'm known sure. you guys for two years. I'm sure Andy must feel like it's 10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, I've developed grays, people, grays. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, if we haven't given Andy a health condition yet, we, uh, it should we be will. soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just seeing Ocho your your tweet. Filth turkey. <laughs> yeah, we need the filth turkeys. <laughs> but I guess so. How did everyone? Uh, by the way, happy Thanksgiving to everyone who celebrated it. If you didn't, that's fine. Um, lot to be thankful <laughs> for. Sorry, yeah. I, I changed my shirt, and on my screen, I'm now floating like a couple feet ahead of. Yes, you yes, you are. You are, yeah. Okay, it's not you just me. Are... For Jin, you were floating right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> now you're floating in a different area. It's yep, good. you're now floating for me too as well. I feel like I'm being <laughs> upstaged. <laughs> you you are, just it's okay. changed. Uh, yeah, you changed that because uh, every participant of the hashtag IMTSW uh, contest uh, that was organized that we just briefly mentioned a while back um, received a shirt that uh, Griff has on right now. Yes, and and one of the great things about that we mentioned that so many people participated. I think one of the reasons we got so many people participating was they went out of their way to try to give a lot of ways. They had like a section that was an art contest. They had a section for um, 
doing some audio work. They had. Right, I don't even stories. remember how many different things they had, it was, but it was it was very uh, much geared so that everybody could participate instead of just they had a screenshot one I think. Yeah, yeah. there was like seven yeah. parts to it. So and, it wasn't uh, it wasn't one of the ones where you're like, oh gee, I'd really I'd really like to participate, but I have no artistic ability because there would be other options and you could participate in something different. And that, yeah, is, that, very that cool. is true. I Not I am positive it was an insane amount of work, uh, but it was very cool. Well, like, not only that, but uh, both of them, Cesar and Tomium, uh, got the community together. There is loads of cabals who are recognized in Eildwick Park who helped yes. them out with that. Our, our cabal is on that list. <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Uh, what happened was uh, a lot of the prizes uh, for the winners of each of the the parts of the contest um, have also been sponsored by various groups in game. Our podcast uh, was one of them. So it was recognized on the plaque in the Eldwick Park in London. So if you're over there, you know, just rummaging through, just having nothing better to do in game, um, just exploring uh, London um, go to the Elbic Park and you will see it. It's actually in two spots, I think, now. You'll see, like, this um, kind of, like, um, armored dude standing there. Uh, the, the armored dude is actually an older thing. It was, like, the very first ARG winners, I think. What's the A long time ago. It, it showed the same plaque to me. Really? Huh. Yeah. Because we'll that's why I it. thought it was a little bit weird because it was like, hmm, why in both places? Maybe that's, I just imagined it. <laughs> uh, we'll check. So, uh, if so, that might need to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Griff, you're not the only one floating. Lone Monkey says, I float in the laundromat after New York raid while waiting for my Levi's. <laughs> Five oh ones to finish in the wash. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th that's the thing with this community. Uh, it just comes together beautifully. And uh, it's shown how, you know, it can crack the best of RNGs. Uh, it can participate as one in huge events in-game and outside of the game. And uh, it just comes together in... Uh, in such a tight-knit way, um, it's really one of the best communities out there in the gaming industry. Here, here. Even it the is. PvPers. Even but the PvPers. See, even the though is, we have I don't yeah. make that distinction. I do not make that distinction. For Antida? me, every player, regardless of their interest, be it uh, RP, PvP, PV, I don't care who you are in-game, to me, you're a player of the game. Well, Antida, you know that I kept on saying this when we were in TSW. I said I do not want to be seen as a, a, a PvPer. I was a player of the game. And yet, yet we were marginalised. I'm sorry, but we were marginalised in TSW that um, we were only 5% of the community and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, and that really did annoy me. 
because I played the entire content of the game. So, yeah. This community is great, even PvPers. <laughs> well, in, in, in quick on IMTSW, that was actually one of the other things that impressed me, because not only was everybody participating, but even though it was a contest, everybody was trying to help everyone else out. We had people posting guides for how to take a really good screenshot, how to edit your audio so that your your voice entry sounds good. Like, we had people actively trying to help other, play- help other players participate, which was awesome. And that IMTSW, actually, there's a PvP Lumi Cabal that's on that plaque as well. Um, nice! So, yeah, it was my Cabal, my Lumi which, Cabal. Which one is it? General Goods Merchants. That's a PvP Cabal? Yes. Really? Yes. As was in a, as was I was, in a PvP Cabal? <laughs> I I, I I just don't imagine him as PvP or <laughs> Yeah, General General Goods Merchants was a Maria Eugenia's cabal. Okay. And I was an officer in that cabal. Ooh, I can just imagine when Barry yells out an order, everybody just lines the frack up. <laughs> well, I was a loomy, so <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I will I will always give my story again that when I was starting out in the game, the first player that I didn't already know who approached me to be like, Hey, are you finding everything okay? Do you need you know, do you need a cabal? Was a PvP deer. Yeah, just, you yeah. Know, a lot of people have experienced that, yeah. headquarters, And she was like, hey, you know, are you finding everything okay? Are you cool? Hey, I'm in this PvP cabal. If you want to get into PvP, send me, you know, send me a tell. I'd be happy to help you out. And that was and, awesome. And that's why we miss Fusang, because Fusang, as much as it was a, very much a killing arena, it was also very sociable as well. The amount of times that I died when I was chatting in general. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lou says they named the cabal after Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so what you actually see on um, on our Twitch stream right now is that plunk uh, that can be found in Eldwick Park with the names of all the groups uh, from the game who have sponsored uh, winners, uh, or rather who have provided prizes for uh, various winners of certain part of the contest. They actually helped uh, pick out the winners as well. They were uh, partly judges uh, in uh, in cer- certain um certain parts of that contest. So yeah, ours is there as well. And you also have Sanctuary. Sanctuary is a huge uh, in-game chat channel, just like Noob Mares. Noob Mares is not that active anymore from what I understand. Um, but Sanctuary is. Uh, they have their own. It's part of TSWDB. Dot com. Um, they have their forums on there as well, so do check it out if you can. And Otterdown, and Otterdown just recently managed Twitch Affiliate, so yay Otterdown. Yay! Alright, now back to Andy's <laughs> anniversary stream. Um, we actually went to uh, the Soul Fight Club. And uh, had a lot, 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 a lot of fun uh, killing who else but Andy fun? and each other. <laughs> that that wasn't fun. Tron called me out on stream and got Andy to murder me. 
I was so mad. <laughs> so mad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, how how much health? So Andy was this like giant dude in Argyle, in pink Argyle, of course. Um, with a was it a fedora, a pink fedora hat, um, and uh, people were just like all ganging up on him and he had to up his health and then he had to lower his health or something like that. I don't remember anymore because it took a while for all the people there to actually kill him. So yeah, well done. <laughs> well done to all. So poor Andy, he was getting uh, murdered for his anniversary, but uh, and even even though we actually ended up killing him, he was giving us shirts. Yes, he was giving out the Dev Killer shirts. He was giving out um, his own GM shirt, uh, the green ones with the pink uh, Argyle shirt on, and uh, I think even uh, even Spinosaur uh, Spinosaur shirt was given out as well. I do believe because she was there as well. So it was a lot of fun. Um, there was a lot of people there. Undoubtedly, a lot of people tried to get into the instance, but they were not able to. There was a lot of, uh, pictures posted on social media, especially on Twitter afterwards. And, uh, those were absolutely fantastic, uh, to see. Now, he did give us a little bit of a preview uh, when it came to the winter event. Um, he actually posted a screenshot of the new outfit that will be part of the upcoming winter cache, uh, that should be coming out shortly, probably sometime in early December. If, when, when would that be? Did anyone keep track of when the haunted cache came out? Has that, has it already it was, been like, five, what, f it, it's definitely been four weeks already, right? Yeah, I think it came out mid-October. October 11th. Ooh, so it, so probably before the, or around about the turn of the month, um, we should be having yeah. the new one drop. Um, well, not drop when they bring out the winter content. Well, I don't know. I don't, it because, could be because going from the last couple of years, it's been about mid December that they've released the winter content. That's true. I would say that that would keep. And about the also, same. also as well, the new outfit. Um, the new, yeah, the new outfit looks suspiciously like the tank outfit from PvP for Templars. Oh, come on, it does. <laughs> What the outline, just a little bit because of the way white. that it looks. Yeah, but with fur. it's not white. No, but it's... I want to see the dragons have like a tracksuit, like with fur around it. That would be quite interesting. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now I mean, that would sow chaos everywhere. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm so it does look remarkably similar to the PvP outfit for the tank for Templars. Well, see, when I saw that, the head part uh, with the white fur, it reminded me of, was it last year's uh, hoodie, the red one? Um, like little red riding hood. 
and I think it had the hood similar to that, but I, I could be wrong. But uh, to me, it, it looks kind of like a icy blue color going to gray. And I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. And uh, the sword next to it is actually the sword that uh, will be released with that cash or rather the skin. Uh, is it just the skin, did he say? Or is it a special weapon? Like every, every cash has a special weapon uh, that can be won. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Who knows? Like, I, I think it's going to be a full full set of icy weapons, to be honest. Yeah, Probably. that'd be cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it could, it could yeah. be kind of like a fair fair about all the other ones, you know? Yeah, just blade users. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's gang up on them. <laughs> I wonder which part of the... Because I think that they actually took that from the, um, from the Krampus instance, from the dungeon instance. Um, or is it the hell instance? Both, really. Niflheim, yeah. Niflheim, yeah. Um, so hopefully they will... See, this is the part that I... We all want the end of days dungeon as well, um, to be released. Um, that one was a lot of fun. And, uh, it also had special, uh, clothing that you can get only from there. Um, and, uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to have. Um, so we'll, they haven't actually come out and said anything about the winter event. They are probably going to do that since they didn't have the stream uh, yesterday. They are likely to have a stream next Friday or this coming Friday, uh, so six days from now. And uh, they will likely touch up on the winter event uh, since they already came out with this little preview. So hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, that they are actually going to let us know a little bit more when they might, um, you know, release uh, the event this year and what will that event actually entail well and you know what else um i don't even know if it's going to be an option in this game but the other thing about end of days is those were the weapon skins that were my favorite in tsw the mayan yeah yeah well the the, the um was it the Mi- yeah yeah it was the mine ones yeah it was the, the mine were all skins. like tentacly and yeah because I was thinking they were the ones you got from the um the world bosses I if I'm not that mistaken were you, there's there's already mine weapon skins in the dressing room though but do they have the cool tentacly gun ones let me look I say this like I'm not in game and I can't check myself. <laughs> <laughs> Lone just posted um, a pic of Lilith with a very similar hoodie. It's a little bit narrower than uh, the one on here is. Uh, But, I mean, 
It doesn't have to necessarily be the same kind. Uh, it could be the same outline, but let's, again, not forget that it's not the same outfit. So while it may have similarities that the team may have used the template in order to create something different, it's not the same. That's what's important because clothes is important in Secret World. Damn it. It is. Okay. We want more of it. So Griff, there's... I don't see assault rifle mine one, but there's three mine ones in the blade category at least. Okay, good. I'm because I I had checked the assault rifle one. I didn't see it before. I thought maybe they added it and then I missed it, but we shall see. Yeah. So we should be we should start having some more information with regard to the winter event uh when it will start what it will entail uh coming out from the dev team in the next at least couple of weeks <laughs> so be on the lookout for that uh or you know if you just can't don't worry we'll we've got you covered Check out our social media and listen to our podcast and we'll bring you all the news. Now, one bit of news is that the autumn sale that uh, the game currently has, uh, has going on with select items up to 80% off will end two days from now. Yes, it ends on Monday, the 27th of November. And you have tons and tons and tons and tons of uh, just various items. You have fusion items like anima imbuers for talismans, weapons, and glyphs at 25%. You have the glyph fusion catalyst at 25% off. You have uh, several emotes, uh, mounts, pets, all gold weapon skins, and a whole bunch of clothing. So the the discount itself ranges from like 25 to 80, up to 80% off. And uh, another thing that is on special right now, um, that's the limited time discount on glyph and signet removal. And uh, you can start doing that once you hit level 20. Um, and uh, you can just change your stats by adding different glyphs uh, to your talismans and weapons. And um, what they've done is because they've released anima allocation where they knew that players are going to be uh, experimenting with different things, they've significantly reduced the cost of removing glyphs and signets from gear. And that is actually 80%. So that's a huge, huge discount. Uh, this is in addition to the scaling cost changes uh, that have been done with the previous update. And uh, so right now, if you, if you for example, um, have, uh, say, something on Mythic, level whichever that's the gold or gold or yellow or orange call it whatever color you want um so on that particular level if you would like to recover a glyph or a signet it used to cost you 20,000 moths in order to remove it or to recover it right now it only costs you 2,000 moths 
So uh, this cost actually scales, so it gets cheaper. Like it's the cheapest for uh, green gear. It's like what three hundred or something like that, and then it just goes up from there uh, to blue, to purple, to orange, and to red. And uh, after Monday the twenty seventh, that cost goes up. Now it goes up to what is actually going to be but uh, from what we understood that um, it's still not going to be the same before it used to be the same on every level whereas now and correct me if I'm wrong at this uh, now it's actually going to be scaled back based on the level so it will be the cheapest to remove or recover the glyph or signet on the green level and uh, it'll be the highest cost to remove it on um, the highest gear, like on uh, Mythic and Legendary, or Yellow and uh, Red. That was a mouthful. <laughs> um, do you think maybe during the changes that they should have just have made that nothing, it's zero cost to, to remove the, the glyphs, and stuff to change around, given that it was a change that Funcom had implemented. I do see the point in uh, people saying, or people wanting that, and I do partially see it as something that could have perhaps been done, but at the same time, I also see the need for a company to actually maintain certain cost associated with that um but it's moths it's not like it's i know but moths don't forget that moths can be uh changed into orum into real money so that's that's why they they are extremely careful with how what they do with moths and with orum with moths more so but it was just to take glyphs out because they said people might want to change around with their builds so I, I don't get the connection there between why they put a nominal charge on it rather than just make it a zero amount. Mm. Because it was a Funcom imp implemented change. So that just, it struck me as being a little bit weird that it was a nominal charge. But I mean, I, I don't know why they did it. I just don't quite understand the reasons. Because, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, that's not for you to answer, Auntie because, well, I mean... No, maybe. but the thing is, I mean, would I have liked that there was uh, no cost involved? Uh, true. But here's, here's another thing as well. I don't think a lot of people would have experimented with different glyphs uh, trying out, well, let me put this glyph on. Now let me try it with this kind of setup with the glyph so I have to switch them out again. Uh, to be honest, I don't think that many people would have done it. I think mostly people would ha will have waited after the announcement and uh, would have waited just like I did. I didn't switch out my glyphs. Uh, I didn't do anything with them. I And signets, especially signets. Like sometimes you can make a mistake by putting a certain signet on there. 
And, uh, you know, it's like, oh crap. Now either I destroy it or maybe you just end up getting a better signet, you know, that you've leveled up to the same level, but it costs you 20 grand, uh, moths in order to switch it out. So you, you just kind of go, <laughs> I, I can't, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. I can use moths for something else. And then, you know, the time came, the price went down, and boom, it was done. So I think this is something potentially that they could, um, as a company, implement like um, maybe another time again, you know, maybe for Easter, where they might see more people doing that. But the whole so, point of doing it was was because of this new change that had to come in. Location. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I can understand. I just don't. She dies. Um, I, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't understand <laughs> why there was die. a there was a nominal charge because it, it just it it was a Funcom implemented change. They said the reasons f- because they were reducing the prices because people would want to play about with their glyphs and signets. Um, but then I, I just don't understand why they come to the conclusion that it was going to be a charge I, I would have thought that the whole the whole reason for them doing it was to encourage people to play about with it and that might have actually put people off from doing it anyway even though well, it was a lower cost well we like, don't we, we don't know necessarily that, no, uh, that they're completely finished either completely finished from what the like, anima allocation like the anima allocation is, uh, is a good first step but they might have something planned for more for like like a like a glyph allocation or a signet allocation or something along that lines. Well, I hope so. Not. I don't think they're entirely finished yet. And maybe they looked at it and said, "Hey, you know what? We still need a mop sink in here." And so they still kept it, even though they they dropped the price of it. I really hope they don't continue to play about with allocations because you know there's a lot of people put a lot of time into the build that they have at the moment now talk about anima allocation have you guys experienced any issues with it like you know you update your anima allocation for say solo or scenario deck and then what happens is you uh switch it out to your dungeon uh which is 100 percent uh whatever and then you come back to that previous build that is supposed to be like i don't know for scenarios i'm just gonna throw a number out there 80 percent dps 20 percent protection and then it just doesn't save it even though you've saved it but it just does not save it um well i have to confess and i hope i'm well I don't know if anybody in this group that I'm farming these regionals with is listening, but for the first 10 there, I did my DPS on a heal build with 100% healing. <laughs> um, purely because um, I hadn't saved the anima allocation from it, but then it could have been user error and so much as I might have forgotten to commit the change. I've just... I've- I've gotten into scenarios with my solo build, which I've adjusted to have a certain degree of survivability, a certain amount of damage. Um, I don't have any healing stuff on there, so I don't bother with the healing, even though I should, I know, but I just don't. (laughs) 
I managed to do everything just fine. And one day I kept dying and dying and dying. And it was like, what the hell is going on? Well, I was going in as 100% damage dealer. And it was like, well, no, 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 no. That's not how I saved it. So I tried to save it again. It wouldn't do it. And nothing I did would work. And it was so frustrating. And then uh, a couple of times in dungeons, we would go in and on the first boss, the tank just dies and (laughs) they start cursing enema allocation. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, it didn't change theirs as well. So maybe the commit, (laughs) I don't know if maybe the commit button should be bigger. Maybe people are forgetting to commit the change. The first time I played around with it, I couldn't find the commit button, which feels really dumb now that I know where it is, but I I think I did expect it to be bigger or in a different color. I I don't know what I expected, but I had trouble finding it at first. Or even if it's so much as a pop-up, I I know I hate pop-ups, but uh, if you're like on the anima allocation and you make a change and you want to switch to build manager or something, that there is a pop-up saying, do you wish to, you know, save the changes or something? <laughs> I know I know what it was now that I'm looking at the screen again, because it, it gives you the base instructions and it says commit, press the commit button to save your changes and update your stats. And I expected the commit button to be right under where it said that. Yeah. Uh, it does say quite clearly on the side, <laughs> yeah. animal location, then preview, and then commit. Press the commit button to save your changes and update your stats. So it is mentioned, but uh, like you very said, that the commit button, if it was a little bit bigger, it might yeah. like yeah. pop out at players a little bit more. But then again, I mean, you know, you learn from your mistake and you know for next time, <laughs> yes. right? I was going to say, so this, this isn't necessarily a bug. This is more of a... Uh, user error. A user error. Yeah. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's, I don't know if that's what Antida's experienced because I'm far beat from me to say it's no. a user error. But, no, um, but I mean, yeah. I've I've changed it. I've changed it. I've played the entire scenario after making the change, right? But then when I switch out to another to another build, like my dungeon build, which is 100% damage, and then come back to my solo build for scenarios, boom, it's 100% damage again. So even though I know I've saved it, it just doesn't do it. I commit to it. I have to. I, otherwise, you know, it it won't show it. So yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm late to the party. I'm still just starting to play around with it. Uh, I think it's really neat, though. I can't think of a lot of other MMOs that let me adjust things like that. Well, not a single one fact. that I can think of. Yeah, well, I, the fact most, that most of them you'd have to respec. Yeah, know? the only one I can think of is probably Guild Wars. I think is probably one of the easiest to to spec. As far as uh, uh, I'm thinking, I'm not even thinking of Guild Wars One, where you can go and just say like, "Oh yeah, change all these around, change all these around," but you can only do it in a um, in a town or something like that. Yeah. But that's like the only one I think of where you could just turn around and just be like, I feel like doing this now and just literally <laughs> yeah, exactly. switching over mid midstream. But but the, I think you need to... 
there's been a big discussion on this in the bugs and feedback um, in Discord and SWL Discord. Is that you know it was introduced to help healers and tanks not have to level two sets of gears. Well, that's that. That's the reasoning behind the animal allocation, in large part. But yeah, well, yeah. But unfortunately, there's been people going into dungeons, and we talked about this last week. Yeah, um, dungeons, layers, and raids that that think by sliding to health, it makes them a tank, um, and especially yeah. in pug groups, that caused a problem. But yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah, but with any change, you know, a lot of people are, like we said, testing the waters, whether it be changing glyphs or just going in. I was in a group where we went in, did uh, the first boss, and then the group disbanded. They were like, yeah, sorry, guys, this was just a, this was just a test, um, just to see whether we could do it. Okay. <laughs> you know, so it's like, all right, fair enough. If you wanted to... Glad, glad I could be of assistance. <laughs> you know what I mean. But, I mean, uh, it's a great change. It really is. I mean, because I can now um, heal um, on my low-level um, DPS characters, my alts, um, because I know a heal build. I know how to heal, and I know what to do when healing. So it's it's really good for me from that aspect. I think the problem is is when you start getting into um, pug groups and again maybe not understanding what the allocation's about and they think that you know there's different skills to different roles well I mean this sounds like it's not necessarily a, a funcom problem or it's not necessarily a game problem but it, a, again a, a user problem no I'm not saying and, it's a funcom and, problem and a, thing, and a thing where players need to be teaching each other yes like if if something's not working, and and I know some people don't want to be taught, and sometimes you run into that. But well, when you're in pug groups in dungeons, uh, sometimes that opportunity doesn't always arise. Um, maybe in a cabal environment, definitely. Yeah, but we also know that if you're if you're going to run a pug anyway, that you're kind of expecting certain things, or that you should expect, you know, maybe not exactly the highest caliber if you than a uh, than a pre-made group. Well, well no, this, but, is, you know, this is this is kind of a this is kind of a soapbox I've had for a while that's that's outside of just SWL. I used to run with my friend Tiger a lot in a lot of MMOs, and he was always really big on it is so easy to get so frustrated in a pug, but sometimes if you take a step back and try to teach the other players, that can make a difference. Not always, I, and I, I know think, that. But I I think you're maybe I don't. I'm not talking about pug groups per se. I'm talking about the fact that there's some players in pug groups that thought the animal allocation made them tanks. Okay, I'm. I'm. There were I, I'm just saying, like some some people I know don't want to learn, but some people might honestly not realize that it doesn't. But they, but, yeah. they might have no idea. They might think they just switch the animal allocation and suddenly they can tank, and nobody's well, well, ever told yeah. them different or how and, to do and, it better. Well, it's quickly told when you're in when you're cons- consistently dying or the tank is lose, losing aggro. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's obvious yeah, it's, to us. Yeah, but well, no, I, I, I say that in raid chats if I'm in or group chats when I'm in dungeons. If the tank is losing aggro, the tank or the healer will say something to the DPS. Um, 
and and but the problem was initially probably the first week it came out. It's probably okay now, but um, it's better. It's better, and it works both ways, guys. Um, and I'm sure you know this, and others are aware of it. It's not a question of just trying to educate someone who appears not to be in the know about certain something that we think a large population in the game already knows. So they're not doing it on purpose, maybe. They just genuinely don't know. But it's also a question of not just trying to educate that player, for that player to be willing to listen. Yeah. yeah, I find a lot of the times they just, a lot of them... They just don't care. Even if you try, right? But the animal allocation was new to us as well. So, well, yeah, I'm not yeah, necessarily know, think, just talking about no, animal allocation, yeah, well, but well, many different things. Yeah, yeah, that's all I was. I mean, when you're in a dungeon group, yeah, fair enough. If you're consistently wiping, then you are going to talk about what's going on or what's actually no. Do you know what people just vote to retreat now? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. They just go not enough yeah. DPS yep. or... Yep. They just vote to retreat. Uh, yep, they do. They do. I've experienced that as well, especially on uh, E5s and 6. It's just like first boss, second boss, and it's like, well, why don't we just give it a go? Sure, it might take... No one has died in the first couple of bosses and everything is absolutely fine, so why not continue? No, I'll tell you why. No. no, I can tell you why now. The fact that we have dungeon keys and we don't actually necessarily need to complete a dungeon to use those keys means that usually when you get to a boss that you can't kill, you're not being penalized by voting to retreat. That's why. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that. And for a lot of the a lot of the players, it's a question of, well, I don't want to spend, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes trying to kill two bosses when I can, you know, finish six bosses, you know, by doing three different dungeons or something like that, right? So I do understand that. I I just don't think it's necessarily the way that I would go. I, like, if I go into a dungeon, I'm committed to that dungeon, if only like unforeseen things happen where you know i really gotta go <laughs> yeah but why 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 do that why spend time um trying to kill a boss for 15 minutes um when when you really don't need to you may think of it that way, but if you have a tank oh, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just uh, who to is learning up. and who has who has shown a willingness or is saying like, okay, what, what am I doing wrong? How can I, how can I make it better for any other group? Then you end up spending more time, even like you said, in between bosses, you end up chatting more than you actually take to kill the boss, you know? So you're teaching each other and you're having fun as well. It really, the whole group has to kind of come together. You can't do that with every group and you kind of play it by the group as well. Sometimes people pay more attention to actually having fun than the loot. Like how much loot am I going to get out of it? It's more about the fun. You know, sometimes it's all about the loot. And and different people play for different things. Some people really only enjoy it if they get the loot. Some people enjoy just playing. 
if I really didn't want to die, I wouldn't run with Otter Down, because, I mean, you've, you've seen the streams, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not saying that there, there's anything wrong with it, very right. There's well, nothing no, wrong with point. it. Uh, it just I just go with the different different feel of the group. Sometimes I can even uh, I've I don't think I've ever maybe once I've I've uh, started to vote to retreat, but that was after it was already agreed to in chat. Um, but other than that, I I won't. I just don't do it because it's so in me to like go in and do the dungeon. <laughs> and there's also, I mean, Lone, Lone brings up a really good point as well. There's also the issue of shards um, and people repairing. Mm -hmm. So, you know. But on a higher level, how much of an issue are the shards? A lot. Actually. Yeah. How, how, ma how many shards do you have right now? If you don't mind, me I'm I'm not I'm not a good example of this. When I'm talking about pug groups and pugging and low level dungeons, you have players who are just starting out and gearing up as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm not a good example because I can run Kaiden now. I have like seven fifty k shards right now. But, but I don't think we're uh, good examples. No, I I agree, but even before. I don't think, like, I was getting low on shards, but uh, I don't think I've ever retreated. On lower level dungeons, I I really have to say I have not experienced um, players retreating unless they really just couldn't make it or someone DC'd like a tank or a healer and we couldn't find a... But then, back, you know, like those low-level dungeons, I can tank, not a problem. So I would always take over tanking if needed. Um, and I wouldn't even need a healer, especially not for E1. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there's, there's just so many different scenarios, right? But when it comes to retreating, uh, I've started to experience it more in E5s and E6. That's all. But then again, it's it's almost normal for higher level dungeons to, you know, for people when they're starting out with them, uh, even when a new dungeon used to drop in TSW, what would people do? They would go in for like the first couple of bosses and then go out, you know? So it's just the way that it's been done. And like you said, Very, I agree there that there's no point in trying, you know, for 50 or for half hour, an hour to kill one boss. Uh, that's like a third boss in a dungeon, especially not if it's like a DPS race, for example, and you just don't have enough DPS. That's fine. You know, not enough DPS. Let's just, <laughs> you know, call it quits. Uh, if it's like really, really like on the borderline, like, oh man, we just barely we could have done it. Let's try again. You know, sometimes it does take certain groups three or four tries uh, before they do it, before they defeat the boss. And it's a great sense of accomplishment because, you know, the chat is like, yay, you know, and it's full of positive vibes and energy. Um, so those, those ones can be good as well. And that's how, at least in TSW, that's how I ended up making uh, friends in the game. It's with those dungeons that we would get stuck on a boss 
and it would take us a few tries to kill them for various reasons. And then you kind of get to know people because you end up chatting in between. <laughs> so yeah, there's, a, there's just so many different scenarios and different ways that different groups handle certain situations. But, you know, whichever situation you find yourself in, just don't get mad, don't get even. <laughs> I know there's a saying, don't get mad, get even. I'm not saying that. Just, you know, try try your luck again with a with another group all right so what else we do have the steam award nominations for 2017 have you guys seen that yes there's a whole bunch of stuff that okay. go ahead oh no I, sorry um I was gonna ask which which one category should we nominate for because I like I couldn't choose one. I'm There's having so, so much many. trouble with that. I I did the um, I did the haunts your dreams because it seems so fitting. Yeah. But then I saw you know like labor of love, and I saw a couple others, and I'm like, oh, maybe it fits better there. But haunts your dreams is so perfect. <laughs> yes, there's uh, the categories are really quite something. Um, <laughs> the world is grim enough just. Let's just all get along. Choices matter. Haunts my dreams. Mom's spaghetti. Whatever the hell that means. It's a, yeah. it's a <laughs> reference to a song. Okay, it's Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> all right, whatever. Uh, no apologies. Cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war. Uh, the suspension of disbelief. Um, soul of Vitruvius defies description labor of love whoa dude 2.0 even better than I expected and right in so yeah there's a lot of very descriptive category categories that uh, you can submit um, you can actually nominate a game in that particular category you can search for that game in store via a specific button next to it. Uh, here is the link in uh, in Twitch chat, um, and uh, to act, you can actually earn badges uh, for nominating, uh, and you can can you can basically complete four tasks and get different badges, right? Yeah. You have to, like, uh, you can nominate at least one game. You can nominate a game in each category. You can play a game you've nominated. And you can review or update your your review for a game you've nominated in order to get these badges. So, there you go. There's a lots of stuff that you can do. And this is all on Steam, by the way. So, only on Steam. And of course, you know, you can, you can always uh, submit your favorites in uh, any of those categories or in all of the categories if you want that badge and uh, if you have the time to go through everything. Um, so yeah, if, uh, if you really, really love Secret World Legends, uh, do nominate it for one of the categories. Now, can you do multiples? I think you can. It It'll, like just, multiple categories, sure. yeah. you you can you can vote in multiple categories, but it only yeah. lets you nominate one 
game per game. category. Oh. You can't nominate one game for multiple categories. Yeah, so you can't yeah. do one game for all. <laughs> I wish. Why I totally not? Would. Why not? I know. <laughs> so unfair. What if I can't decide? <laughs> yeah, it's just all the categories, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that familiar with Steam. Um, so if they did that, maybe uh, PUBG would just take over the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. I don't know. I, I might uh, support Cuphead, that new game that came out, for one of the categories. It is lovely. Oh, no. All righty. Okay, so what else do we have in, in terms of news? We mentioned the uh, autumn sale that ends on the 27th. Um, of course, as always, just uh, wanting to keep it out there in the news that the Legacy Transfer Take 2 is still valid. So this Legacy Transfer Take 2 refers to all those who have already um, done the Legacy Transfer from TSW on onto their character in SWL, you can go ahead and complete whatever achievement you would like um, in TSW. And uh, if it grants you, for example, you know, you want to get the three-minute uh, Uta achievement, killing Uta, all three Uta's achievement, and you get the bunny head um, in the penthouse um, dungeon then, you know, you really, really want that in uh, SWL, well, go back to TSW, complete that achievement, hit that transfer button again. Uh, of course, if you really, really, you can only do that once more. So, you know, you can hold off until um, you get, like, maybe all the layers done so you, you can get that layer jacket because this particular transfer is only valid for vanity items, okay? Um, and uh, we don't have an ETA on when uh, this legacy transfer uh, will be valid until. For right now, it's you're still good to go. You can still hold off and, you know, continue... Uh, grabbing, maybe co collecting all the lores and whatnot. So uh, as soon as we hear from the development team on when this will actually be closed, we will let you guys know. Um, also, I don't know if anybody else is holding off on this, but the reserved names, I started up a new character finally with my reserved name for Extra Life. And that still worked at least then. So I assume the reserved names are also still reserved. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was hoping. Because I, I specifically wanted it to be a character that I started from the beginning. And I didn't get a chance to... I started from the beginning on my stream. Um, and I didn't get a chance to do that till just during Extra Life. So they were still there then, at least. Nice. Alrighty, so last week we also mentioned to you guys about the updated Origami Soldier uh, put up. Uh, they still have their poll, by the way, uh, for the next three NPCs that they're going to turn into lapel pins. And um, 
you know, voting ends on December 31st. So you have six days of voting. Uh, you can go to Damon or Isol, uh, on Twitter and, uh, or you can just kind of scroll down, uh, via Beyond's feed on Twitter and, uh, you can check the poll there and you can cast your vote. Uh, they've also posted an update on uh, when the last round of a boxed, um, set of lapel pins, uh, for different factions in SWL, uh, will be, uh, shipped out, uh, that will be happening, uh, after, I think, uh, first week of January. Um, there's been a, a whole bunch of, uh, updates that, uh, they've posted on there. So you can go onto their Twitter and you can check it out as well. Um, they also posted a little peek preview of, uh, some future work that they are currently working on and it looks pretty sweet. And, uh, have you guys seen the pic that Andy posted? Like with words, mani- maniacal laughter with like four different yes. sweaters, all with Argyle. I laughed yes. out loud. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, there's nothing in, nothing pink there. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I don't know if you can call the second one Argyle. It, it's, I, it's, it's, it's a filthy one. one. It's been corrupted. It's corrupted Argyle. I, I named <laughs> that one for him, and he's accepted. It's called Argyle in Repose. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. In any case, uh, we can look forward to him wearing uh, some more Argyle in various different colors. Yay! <laughs> Now, also, big congratulations to Jimmy the Rabbit, who is in Twitch chat right now, on achieving 1,000 item power. You are absolutely nuts, sir. (laughs) You are so utterly nuts. And, of course, he got the demonic, green demonic gin grips as well as the achievement for that. I am at, like, what, 560? Dude, I'm at no, no, 570. So. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I have like, I don't even want to think how far I have to go. And you are on 1,000? I was just saying that I'm happy with my 266. Yeah. But That's no, 1,000 is awesome. 1,000 is, uh, is really, really cool. Congrats, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, whew. Wow. <laughs> And uh, you can also um, check check out the post on his Twitter. And uh, it's like, uh, surprisingly, it's only one legendary um, item that's required for that. The rest, I guess you have to be all the way up there on the very last uh, level of the Mythic Gear 35. Damn. I'm like, I think my, my weapons are... Mythic level 30, both of them, because I'm leveling them up uh, as I go along. But it's like once I get there, I don't even want to think about how long it's going to take me to level another one to level 35 mythic. Whew, just crazy. But congratulations, great achievement. Alrighty, so that is, I think. 
think as they say it for tonight. So we did, this is not, because today's, uh, today's Saturday for those of you guys who, uh, who come to uh, our live recordings on Twitch, uh, it's not going to be our new time. The reason we did uh, the stream and the recording today uh, rather than last Thursday is because it was Thanksgiving in the US and um, there's a lot of our crew uh, that uh, have had plans and uh, wasn't able to do the show then. So we didn't wanna want you guys to miss out uh, not that much news going on uh, or coming out of the game in the past week, but we still wanted to uh, bring you guys all the all the stuff that we found out about. And uh, next week we are back to our regular scheduled programming. Thursday, seven p.m. EST on uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Wholesuite Media right here. So still same time, but back to our regular days. That's Thursdays. So until then, hope you have fun gaming. Enjoy. If you have any events out there that um, our community is putting up, or maybe you're planning an event and you need help spreading the word, let us know. Thank you to all those who have over time sent us uh, feedback, and uh, you know, especially to those who have been really, really kind in their feedback to us. Uh, we've received several in the past week. And uh, thank you so very much. Um, this podcast is for all you guys who listen to us. Uh, the mission that we have is one single mission, and that's to bring you the latest and greatest about the game so that you can keep up with it, even though you may not have the time on a particular week um, in order to play the game. We just want to keep you apprised of everything that's going on. Hopefully we're doing a good job. If you have any kind of a, a suggestion, we're always willing to, uh, to hear it out. So do send it off to us. All right. So that's it for tonight. Thank you so very much to all of you guys who have joined us uh, live in, on, uh, in Twitch chat and to all of you who will be downloading and listening to our episode later on. Once more, this is Beyond the Veil signing off for this week and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Later, everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's broadcast of Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and be sure to check holosuitemedia.com and iTunes for our remastered shows and more. You can follow us on Twitter at BeyondTSW. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email to beyondtsw at gmail.com and join us next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Beyond the Veil, a place where hilarity always ensues. Thank you.